0: Hey, y'all, it's Alante, and you're listening to Black and in Grad School, the podcast that helps women and people of color like you excel in this journey. If you're listening, I believe you are an aspiring or current scholar who wants to successfully navigate this process. By sharing my experience while pursuing my PhD and interviewing other Black graduate students or early career professionals, it is my hope that you can glean encouragement, advice, and strategies that you can apply to your journey. Thanks for listening. If you are joining us, welcome. And today we're talking about getting through grad school, getting through finishing your thesis specifically with the Scholar Circle. Happy New Year. Um, I'm really excited about this conversation, especially because like my members in the scholar circle mean a lot to me. We've become friends, right? And these are people that I've gotten to know and just have enjoyed their time in the scholar circle. And I get a little sad when folks finish or they leave, but it's because they're graduating and that's a good thing. That is a positive thing. And so Today, we're going to talk to LaToya, who was a member um, all of last year. And I want to say maybe like last week or the week before, she sent me a message with her. Well, first she posted that she finished her thesis. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm so excited for you. Congrats, congrats. You know, like, how are you celebrating? Remember to celebrate yourself, all the good things. And then she sent me a message that just like literally made me Shed just like one thug tear. And I just knew we had to kind of have a conversation. So with that said, Latoya, hey. hey. Yeah, you know
1: I had to wrap. I don't know if you can see. Ah, so cute, ah, so cute. Ah, right?
0: Ah, and that's the picture we took of you with your sweater on, me with my shirt on, and we just happened <laughs> to be meeting during one of our co-working sessions. And I, I remember that day I was like, oh. Can I take a picture of us real quick please i look raggedy my desk is crazy but i was just like so excited yes. um which thank you for repping i appreciate you latoya first
1: of all congratulations thank you thank you so much Alante. i didn't oh. i would make it here i didn't i did i thought i would be be in that master's program for a minute but yeah. You,
0: got, you got out, you got out. And so let the people know, you know, what you studied, what
1: degree you just completed.
0: And if you're comfortable sharing where you completed it.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I uh, just completed my master's thesis through American Military University, which is an affiliate of the American public university system. And I got my, my MA in humanities. Uh, I, my interest is human experience, like real life human experiences as depicted in, through fictional characters. I'm also a manuscript editor, so it just seemed natural. My undergrad is in English from the University of Maryland, so it just seemed natural for me to go, go into humanities and just spend a year and a half talking and writing about great works of literature that influence us. So, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I see a bunch of a bunch of congratulations in the chat,
0: lots of love lots of love and um you already kind of share a little bit about you know you already had a background in English and if mm-hmm. I was the natural next step for you mm-hmm. and you know sometimes we get on that path and end up like having to pivot so what kind of kept you in the field as you were completing your ph- uh, your master's sorry?
1: well it seemed. Easy. I've always wanted to be a student first and foremost. Uh, I remember graduating from high school and you know how you get those brochures before you graduate you see the colleges with the students just reclining on the lawns and you know you just think that oh what a a scholarly life that that must yeah. be and so i always knew that i wanted to go to college um, i didn't really know a lot of people who who graduated from college i am a i'm a first generation um, in my family to graduate yeah. from grad school um, and i could not afford to go to college on my own when i graduated mm-hmm. from high school so i ended up enlisting in the military I want to go ahead and shout out the United States Air Force for taking a chance on an unknown kid. Military okay, take chances on <laughs> unknown people. And so uh, I, I went there and decided that I would, you know, use the military as a tool to go to school. And the plan was that I was going to just stay four years, get the GI Bill, and then move on you know, to school, to college and, you know, be, walk around with my little book bag around campus, be cute and scholarly. But that four years turned into 20. And so not only am I a first gen, but I'm a non-traditional student. So, so yes, it ended up being that, you know, I went to grad school with a lot of professional experience, a lot of experience with, you know uh, interacting and communicating with different people which kind of helped me you know analyzing literature and coming into class and having a different perspective sometimes being the only black person or black woman in the class sure sure. yeah
0: Yeah, and i mean i think that's so common i think especially one you know to to have the experience of being first gen and Mm. You gotta you gotta get it how you know, right? Mm-hmm. And if that was the path you saw that was viable for you to right. have your scholarly image and your yeah. book bag, I think that's a good yeah. thing. And then going into graduate school or being a non-traditional student, you know, so many people, especially when we are, you know, women of color, mm-hmm. people of color, uh, we find ourselves kind of taking a break, coming back, but mm-hmm. really having that that internal that internal motivation of like, I really wanna get this right. thing done. And yes. so by any means necessary, when when it's done, it's done.
1: A dream deferred, not denied. So exactly. I, I just love that. Exactly. And because I went into the military, I eventually got my bachelor's degree while I was in. And that was more, more so the main focus, is like, I, I want to get my bachelor's degree. I want to do this. And then it just seemed like a natural transition into getting a master. Um, and once I retired from the military, I retired in June of 2020. And after that, I started uh, grad school full time. And being a first generation, I had no idea, had no clue what it would be like to be a grad student. Uh, well, for, first of all, a 40-year-old grad student, but a, 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 a grad student with no idea of how academia works, because it's very different.
0: Sure. Absolutely. In the absolutely. national world. Oh, yeah. my-
1: Oh my gosh. I,
0: and when you do not look 40, I would have never guessed that at all. Like when you, when you were starting to say numbers, I'm like, oh, I thought she was like, you know, I thought maybe a little like 35, because I'm 32. So I'm like, okay, well maybe a little bit around there, but would have never guessed it, <laughs> getting lots of love for you do not look
1: 40 at all. I At all, and so I I tell I tell, tell people I, I look like a, a shriveled old person in the inside. On the outside, not so much. This is a lot <laughs> of Moscato and cupcakes happening out. Ooh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> now we all know the formula, okay? We all know the formula: Moscato and cupcakes. I wish that worked for me. I love that. And so you started in sounds like the fall of twenty twenty. Uh, well, your from. The summer, summer. okay you started the summer. Mm -hmm. so You started the summer of 2020. So there were, if I remember correctly, about six months that you were in your, just going through your grad school experience. So tell us about those first six months. What was that like?
1: Let's talk about that. Because what what I did mention is starting grad school as a full-time student, as a newly retired military member, as a single mother. In a pandemic. Whoa! (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) And so there was a lot. I had a lot of plans in my head, you know, Mm -hmm. leading up to it. Even leading, even when there were whispers about COVID, I still had plans. And I'm pretty. I'm a pretty autonomous scholar, so my program is was fully online, and I was thankful for that. I do much better as a virtual student than a face-to-face student still trying to work out why that is. (laughs) And so I had a plan that, you know, I, you know, would go and sit in coffee shops every day and do my scholarly work. And, you know, I would be on the beach and watching my daughter frolic while I was out, you know, there on the beach studying and all this good, good stuff, all these good things I had in my head. And then that, the pandemic hit and it was a totally different life. I was yes. ensconced in this room with a kindergartner who I had to homeschool as well, and I want to go ahead and shout out those K through <laughs> twelve teachers. They yes. have tapes, flowers yes. all the money <laughs> because I had no idea what it would would take to to teach. Like I'm I'm not a teacher at all. Mm-hmm. I have learned that mm-hmm. through it that. Teaching is not for me. My daughter reminds me, like, you're not a teacher, Mom. That's not your ministry. And I'm like, you're right, girly. You're right. So it was, it was really hard for both of us. And she's an extrovert. And so mm-hmm. having, her, having to have her stay in the house and she can't visit her friends and she doesn't understand why she can't see her teacher. And so now I'm trying to maintain her well-being and, and mental mm-hmm. health while I'm trying to do the same Go full time and run a business. I just started. Yeah. I decided that I was going to start my manuscript editing business. All right, going on. So it was. It was an, a very interesting time. I don't even. I look back at it now, and I know this is for for, for a lot of people, a lot of mm-hmm. Black women who are graduate students and who were graduate students at the time. Looking back and can't believe how we survived it. Yeah. 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 Because you were, you were juggling a lot. You a were lot. juggling a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, you know, at that time, it was, I need a community. Like, there's no way I can do this by myself. Mm-hmm. And I remember it took me a long time to find the Scholar Circle. Ah! It, I, I always say that social media can be a cesspool from the bowels of hell. And it's sure. a, it can be a terrible place, but it can also be the most wonderful environment to find your tribe. And mm-hmm. I scoured social media looking for a community where it wasn't necessarily just about writing, but it was about, okay, everyone come here to this place and do what you need to do. And we're all doing it. We're all academically focused and for a long time i could not i found a lot of writing groups Mm -hmm. but not Mm -hmm. like poignant to academia and so i feel like your feed when you're when you're looking for something on social media you're gonna find it and what you look for your feed gives you Mm -hmm. and so one day i came across your i am not an alchemist post in my oh community. my God <laughs> during the <laughs> pandemic, whoa yeah and and so it was it went from the feed to listening to the podcast the Black and in Grass school podcast yeah. and then I ended up in the goal-oriented scholar seminar, and that's how I ended up in the scholar circle oh my yeah. gosh but it took me it to it, I started looking in around may 2020. Mm-hmm. I don't think I found I didn't I don't think I found you until about ju- June or July I think it was maybe late July but yes Um yeah. oh, I remember
0: that post because my mama called me like what are you talking about I'm not an alchemist I was like it's just too much going on mom I'm in my feelings mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. overwhelmed and she's like you know mama, yeah. I love you I'm surprised she's not on here honestly but you know <laughs> um she's just like okay like you're being very dramatic but I hear you but okay Mm -hmm. but that I I remember that post I was Mm -hmm. in my peepees that day I was in my peepees that day I can guarantee you yeah um but I I love that right and you're right that we community is so important and it is and there are a lot of writing groups like there Mm -hmm. are a lot of writing groups for graduate students Mm -hmm. but even those can be like dissertation writing groups or Mm -hmm writing groups for this field or that field. And the Scholar Circle is literally, you could be applying to grad school,
1: you could be done Mm -hmm. with grad school. Right. Come work. Yeah. Yes, and that's just what I needed. Because for me, I I can be a very solitary person. I, I operate off of having alone time. But in the Scholar Circle, you can be by yourself and then look up at your computer and see all of these women who look like you working and trying to get out their dreams and their goals. And you're yeah. like, oh, all right. So you, we're not together, but we're together. And that's kind yes. of what's needed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just like everyone having their own niche, but being a part of this amazing community. So yeah. mm mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, I think you put it so lovely, right? It is, there is, like, some people are, if you're an extrovert, I think it's still enough for you, like, hey, what's going on? You can talk. Mm -hmm. But if you are introverted, it's okay. We have a facilitator there every session. So you don't even have to say anything. You could drop Mm -hmm. it in the chat, or you can come off mute and tell Mm -hmm. us. You could do all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And so I want to know, and thank you, like, that was so sweet. Gosh, you know and just to know how you kind of even came into the sphere like makes me happy to hear um and so what what we're gonna talk switch back over to your thesis um because you're writing your thesis you're in the scholar circle what did you find to just be like the hardest part of getting that done i think we all when we get to that point have our own challenges So mm-hmm. i don't know what was like not working
1: for you Well, the hardest part about my thesis is the subject matter was heavy to begin with.
0: Yes, I remember that. Very
1: heavy. Um, My thesis was about Homer's The Odyssey and The Iliad and Feminine Agency within those stories. And how okay, now break that down for us who are not in your space. Yes. Stuff so included. When we're talking about Homer, we're talking about classical literature, specifically Greek mythology. Okay. And if you've ever read Greek mythology, it's just terrible. There's no happy endings. People yeah. are dying horrible deaths. Everyone's bitter. War is always going on. It is a mess and then on top of that you have the gods and goddesses just playing puppets with human beings and just it's just it's just bad stuff all around there really isn't a happy ending in in greek mythology and so but i wanted to talk about it because as of late, I had been reading a lot of contemporary novels that were retelling these stories. Mm-hmm. Adela Miller, Circe and her, um, the Book of Achilles, the story, The Song of Achilles. And there are a lot of other books that were telling stories about the women in Homer's work, but kind of turning it. And the women in those stories, although they were Homer's original characters, they had the dispositions of real women like women okay. we would talk to every day. Like Cersei, we know that she's a goddess. She's a witch. She has these magical powers. But she also comes from a family that's just reckless. And we can yeah. all <laughs> . Like, right. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about you know contemporary women writers retelling Homer's stories, but giving mm. these women more nuance and giving them more backstory. But what I didn't take into consideration is that even with the new, the newer stories and the newer retellings, the lives are still bad. They're still horrible. Women are still being raped, mm. being abused, and they're being murdered, and they're being silenced. And um, it's still happening, e- even though it was happening yeah. in the classical literature and classical mythology in Homer's 8th century Greece, mm-hmm. it's still happening in 21st century America, and it's still happening in 21st century internationally. Like, yeah. the, their stories are still similar to contemporary women's mm-hmm. stories. And so that's what made it writing this thesis so unbelievably hard. I remember there was one day, there was one hard day, and it was a Thursday, and we were on. Mm. And we were talking about the the woman in Philadelphia who was sexually assaulted in public on a train. Mm-hmm. And no one, no one helped her. No one did anything. Even if it was just one or two people on the train and people were getting on and off the train, they saw that this woman was being, like there was a, a man stepping into her space uninvited. And yeah. no one stepped in to assist her. Yeah. And as I'm seeing these stories coming through, and just even with, you know, Black men being sh- shot to death right. in their right. lives or running mm-hmm. or, you know, being in a convenience. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing this in our contemporary culture and writing about it and researching it because yeah. it happened 3,000 years ago. And so... Yeah. That was the hardest part, and and knowing that things aren't different, Mm -hmm. like the human experience really isn't different now. Yeah, yeah. And so those 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 were the hard days of writing and being like, absolutely. First of all, why did I choose this subject? Why did I choose to do a master's degree? Why am I writing this thesis? Oh, yeah. But yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: And and I I I get that, and I feel this is where I always. I always have so much appreciation and reverence for the social sciences and the humanities mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. work that you all do and the, the the way that you have to immerse yourself in some really tough topics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I just I have an appreciation for it. It's like, yeah, who I I just I, that's a, it's a lot, right? Especially it a when lot. It's a lot. Like it is a lot. it's in your world it's yeah. in your brain it's in the things you're reading mm-hmm. and um I, will, I don't want to reduce your experience or those think the thinking or feeling but all I keep feeling right now is the line to the song mad like there's <gasps> a lot to be mad about
1: mad about <coughs> yes. yeah yes. yeah still we, we have a lot to be mad about it it's it seems that it's never and and for me naturally my natural disposition is I'm a naturally joyful like yeah. a, absolutely. Like my first thing isn't to be sad or mad, but then you're, you're writing about these issues and mm-hmm. you're reading about these issues that are happening outside of your front door and in humanity a lot. There's a lot of that high absolutely. when I'm in the grocery store or when I, you yeah. know, drop my baby off at school, it's like, is she safe here? And Absolutely. trying to raise her to fit in and be, you know, joyful person, and trying to teach her like there are people out there that their best interests for many reasons because you're because you're black, because you're a woman, because because you're happy, because you're a happy little girl. There are going to be people that don't right. have your best interests. And I think that's a lot of what the humanity humanity requires is like looking at us, mm-hmm. like really taking a real look at us and we're always in it humanity students yeah. liberal arts students we're always we're always there you know and mm. that can be mm. hard and that's really the part of that is spending six weeks yeah. just realizing that in a that. whole lot hasn't changed yeah
0: yeah I, mean, mm. I i can only imagine so you've got this heavy topic you've got mm-hmm. your business Homeschooling, mm-hmm. it sounds like maybe um, baby girl transitioned back to school and you did. You did. she did. Her kids. <laughs> and so you're doing all of these things, you're juggling mm-hmm. all of these things. You have this community now, and I want to know like, because let me tell you off, you're watching, the scholarship circle cannot address the heaviness <laughs> of the work in this world. Right. Um, I do not even want to tell you all that lie, but. You know, we were, mm-hmm. we were, we, I remember these conversations, right? And, and, um, mm-hmm. us talking about these things and listening about your topic, of course, following you on Instagram, seeing your story and what's going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I wanna know, like, which aspects kind of helped you or supported you through that process, right? Like, as you were still, you had to get mm-hmm. the writing done because that was the topic yeah. of you your show speaker thesis, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. what pieces would you find to be, like, most helpful in supporting that process?
1: I think the best part about the Scholar Circle is coming to, coming to my desk every evening and looking at my computer and seeing women of color with a goal, and we're all working. It's hard for all of us, but we're here, and the, it's the support factor. It's the seeing women who look like you, who have academic and scholistic goals, and they're here. We're all showing up. And there's, there's a motivational factor about that in that, there, like I said earlier, there would be moments where I would be really in it. I know there was one particular day where I just felt like I could not read another story about another woman being raped. And I look up and all of us are just like, we're reading, we're writing, where some of us are on our computers, like highlighting. Like and it's like, you know what? I can do this. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I've got my tribe mm-hmm. here. I can do this. Yeah. Um, so that is the the motivational factor about the scholar circle is that you are not by yourself. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all struggling through it. We were all going through the pandemic together, but yeah. showing up to get our get our work done. Mm-hmm. And having some yeah, last right. some libations in there too so yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah i love that and
0: shout out to casey casey's in here she's another member <laughs> hey, <Casey. laughs> oh, yes. and 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 you're right you know i i it, it i mean the sky circle has actually been around since 2019 um which sometimes is like well I don't think i started this thing like three years ago now um and it has been even for me such a like it's a pl- pl- place I know. Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, and Thursday mm-hmm. mornings, I can mm-hmm. come to and yeah. get work done. If yeah. I've had a bad day, at least I know I still have another se- another time block at the end of my day to get some things mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I-, I I love that. And so now that you're done, you've gotten <laughs> past it. Oh, you have to go go to Latoya's page. Look at her post like. I was so excited for her like, oh my gosh, congratulations again. You know, just like so so excited for you. Um even though I'm sad even and and then we talked about y'all. We talked about plans for post <laughs> masters. Um and mm-hmm. I was like, no, girl. But, you know, <laughs> do what makes you happy. <laughs> so, what are what are your plans for after now that you're
1: done and you've completed this degree and this major goal. I know. Well, I was hoping that I could, you know, relax a little bit, but that mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be the case. No, no. Really okay. love to to get into manuscript editing and, and you know, making sure I'm a great team member for women who want to write. I do want to plug that. Black women, women of color, we need to be writing, we need to be telling our stories. Uh We have so much valuable information and we need to be sharing that with the world. We need to be telling what our lives are like, when we're not happy, Mm -hmm. when we're happy, what makes us, what motivates us every day. We need to be getting our stories out there because what happens is if we, and I'm kind of like, you know, remixing Zora Neale Hurston, if we don't tell our stories, then others will, and they're going to tell it. So let's just uh I just wanted to that that's a shameless plug for getting us to to tell our stories. But um I don't know, being a part of the Scarlet Circle, I'm gonna tell you that 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 cohort motivates you. You know, it motive Casey <laughs> I I'm, I'm getting ready, to, I'm getting ready to say something about that, Casey, because the being a part of the cohort motivates you. Like I I have to say that I have never been in a group of that many women of color who are pursuing doctoral degrees or have doctoral. Mm-hmm. Like it is mm-hmm. amazing. And not only that, but through Blackening Grad School, I'm finding other communities of black yeah. women PhDs. And it's like this is this is something, ladies. And it it motivates you. I'm I'm think I think I'm thinking about it a little bit. I've had a, a couple of people that are like, you should really do this, and I'm like, mm. I don't know, guys.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, Latoya, you can just come hang out with us. You do not have <laughs> to be getting a PhD to stay in the scholar circle. Save yourself, Latoya. Save
1: yourself, girl. <laughs>
0: You could just come hang out. You do not have to
1: get a PhD. <laughs> but, but, and I know what you're saying, Alante, but you do make it look good. You do make it look enticing. Even when you're like, don't do it. You you make it enticing. So, and you've built Sweet. this amazing community of women who are doing this. So, yeah. so we'll, we'll have yeah. to, see. hopefully for the next couple of months, I'll just get to do personal reading. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping. But
0: yeah. I, I, I love that. I love that. And yes, another I'll, plug, I'll, you all, for her editing services, hit LaToya up. I mean, the girl's legit. The woman is legit. Um and I, I, I just I, and I i I, I definitely I'm sorry. the fact I'm just
1: people store them pretty but I also read them I also want to know people's lives so
0: (laughs) yeah oh I love that and that is actually good to know good to know um I actually don't have like we we actually kind of knocked out a lot of these questions but I want to know is there any like advice right for anyone else who might be listening who's in the humanities or thinking about the humanities, thinking about this process, maybe someone who is military, someone who's a mom, someone who's a business owner. If you are in, you know, or just someone who's cool like you, Latoya, and has many books and a wonderful background all the time. Do you have any <laughs> advice for
1: for the folks here that are, are watching? Oh gosh, I think, because I've been like the past couple of weeks, it has been, okay, Latoya, what did I, what did I learn from that Mm. process? And what I realized is that is there were horrible, there were some really bad, horrible days, but I was passionate, but I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about reading about women's stories. I'm passionate about telling those stories. I'm passionate about ensuring that women have fictional women have agency in novels mm-hmm. and that the public is reading it. Because we as women, we real life women need to know. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of my writing started with women showing their emotions and the public having an issue with that. I call it the crazy lady theory or the crazy lady theme that people try to put especially on black women to mm-hmm. illegitimize our feelings and our emotion. Yeah. And I knew at the beginning of writing my thesis that I wanted to make that at take put that at the forefront that women are just uh, just allowed just as much agency to be angry, to be mad, to be sad, to be critical, to be openly critical about what's happening Socially, what's happening personally in our lives, um, without being labeled crazy, because that that that's getting old. Like that yeah. is that's that's already run its course. We we it, mental mental health and mental issues are completely separate for some from someone having a legitimate feeling and emotion about a wrong that's going on. So I yeah. wanted to play a part in that, in the narrative of Mm -hmm. let's debunk the crazy Mm -hmm. lady theme. Um, And and I think that's the thing with the humanities, is when you're there, you're reading these novels, you're analyzing, you're exploring, and you have the the opportunity to have a voice and to tell a story and to change how people see others like we have that power to do that and if act on that that's kind of cowardly in a way like yeah, read all these books Mm -hmm. that's great but if i'm not taught them or if i'm not adding to the narrative to make how women are seen specifically black women how we're viewed in society if i'm not speaking up about that what am I really doing? I mean, I'm raising a, a black woman, you know. Yeah, what am I? Right. So what am I doing? And I so I think that's the really important thing. We're not just reading and analyzing, but that we're actually speaking up as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that was a lot, of raunchy. oh I it, love I that. Get, I get like it really, was not. it's fine. Really about this because it is important.
0: Yeah. 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 And it is, and I'm, I'm, I'm just like even hearing this right like because the truth is the the scholar circle we are a co-working community and so Mm -hmm. we have moments where we're able to hang out and talk Mm -hmm. and chat um but also because we facilitate there are pieces where we don't go super in depth all the time with each other so being able to hear a little bit more of your story um is just like makes me even happier right like oh my gosh to know that i the scholar circle not even at me like but the scholar circle was able to support someone who has this vision and this mission, and this passion for Black women's voices is such a gift. Mm-hmm. I mean, genuinely, I just want to say that. And like, I'm actually kind of softy, so I'm gonna try not to cry because, like, just I am just so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I that am. Is okay. I, <laughs> I, I am as well. So I, to- I totally get it. But yeah, but
1: being having that community like and it's important for for women of color to know that there is a safe space yes. on the internet in social media for us and that's the thing that's important to me is getting out that the scholar circle exists there are communities like this that exist because these spaces are very important to us you know I, and i don't know how vocal i would be if i didn't look up on my computer every Tuesday and Wednesday night, and see all of these black women, and like this, is my community, and this is who I'm writing for. These are the women I'm writing about. Like, so my voice is important because this community is now important. You know, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's so true. Yes. 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 Yes know people people need to know that the scholar circle exists that it's here and that there are black women who are plastic and are academic and that we are are in academia and that our voices are important i really i really enjoy this casey i just of course i just i just love casey so much (laughs)
0: yes Casey's showing all the love. Casey, we're going to have to get you on here next, okay? Well, yes. since you're hanging out on Instagram, yes. we're going to have you on here next. Yes. Yeah. And that was, that's what I hope to do is to share more of our members' stories because this is amazing, right? And, and I'm just, again, so grateful that you trusted the Scholar Circle as your community because there are a lot of communities, y'all. Like, I'm not, I actually share a lot of them. You can go on my page, you'll see a whole bunch of them. Um, where you can connect to whatever moves you, right? And so I'm grateful that the Scholar Circle was a, a good place for you, for your for your time. And I mean, Latoya, I just, I'm just i just thankful for you. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I'm so happy we got to connect. Like, I love seeing your background because your books are beautiful. Like, I always enjoyed it. And you always have a great smile, a great pair of glasses. I mean, just all of the things that... I always just appreciate it. And you know, like so many of our members are just amazing, y'all,
1: amazing. So get plugged into the
0: Scholar Circle.
1: Yes, there's so many amazing members of the Scholar Circle. Oh, I love them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and, and I 100% agree. And so if you are someone who's been watching this, and you're like, this sounds like a community that would be a great fit for me we actually are starting next week right next tuesday we will be back to it we have sessions tuesday and wednesday nights from 7 30 to 9 30 and then uh, eastern and then we have um thursdays from 10 a.m to 2 p.m is our silent so uh co-working time where we're online and we can get work done come and go as you please and you can go to the link in my bio to give us a try sign up for whatever day works for you and if you're ready to join the scholar circle that's also in my link in my bio too. But LaToya, congratulations.
1: I don't know if we'll see you around this year,
0: but if we don't, I'll miss you. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you will though. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Black and in Grad School. For more content to help you on your grad school journey, check out blackandgradschool.com. That's B-L-K-I-N gradschool.com. Love this episode? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time.